In today's episode, guys, we're going to be talking about the three P's of speed. And this is a framework you can use to help you when it comes to working out how you're going to structure your speed sessions, what's important, and just to give you a helpful kind of framework around what type of training you should be doing in order to get quicker, either as a hockey player or any kind of sport that you're playing in. So the three P's are position, pattern, and power. And just to give reference to the guys who came up with this, the guys at Exos in America, where I got this idea from, and that is around having a consistent sort of structure about how you piece this all together and how you ultimately get quicker. So the first one is position. If we haven't got the right positions to begin with when we're sprinting, it's unlikely that we're going to be able to perform those and execute them at high speed. So in other words, if we can't hit the right kind of uh, postures, and we can't therefore um, hit the right position from an upper body perspective and also whilst we're sprinting, it's going to be really, really hard when we're running at full speed to replicate that and for there not to be some sort of breakdown in technique. So making sure that we've got really effective positions to begin with is key. How do we go about doing that? Well, to begin with, we can do things like postural drills and also static isometric holds just to make sure that we're teaching the athlete to get into the right position. And if you are an athlete, that you're able to get into the right positions to begin with. So things like wall drill holds, things like um, sort of isometric holds and the right kind of sprinting positions can be really effective just for teaching the right position to begin with. Because again, if you can't hit the right position, either because of a range of motion issue or maybe because you haven't quite got the stability or control at certain joints, it's going to be very hard again to be able to perform those at high velocity again when we're looking at max effort sprinting. So that's the first one, making sure you can hit the right positions. The second one then is pattern, and that's piecing together these different positions into an overall sequence, into a movement pattern that we're going to try and hit when we're doing max effort sprinting. And so now we're looking at things like technical drills, so A skips, um, B skips, and a variety of different uh, variations on those types of exercises so that we can hit really good patterns before, again, we look at high-speed sprinting. How we can piece this all together in terms of a session to begin with, we'd start off with having the postural drills, then we'd have some kind of patterning or technical drills, and then the third piece would be the free sprints or the power component, which I'll talk about in just a second. So once we've done a sequence of positional holds or position-based sort of mobility exercises, as an example, then we piece that into a patterned-based approach through our A-skips, through our um, speed drills, and just trying to make sure we're getting really effective positions and improving the technical aspects of our sprinting. We can then move into the power component, which is our free sprints, where we're going to sprint at max speed, Because as we know from the research, in order to improve our speed, we do need exposures to velocities above typically 90% of our top speed to really begin to push and increase our speed. So within a session, if we had a framework of posture and position to begin with, then pattern and then power, gives you a really nice framework to work with when you're looking to improve your speed. So if it goes into a session, you've got 20 minutes to improve your speed, then something like 5 5 10 would be a nice split where you do five minutes of these kind of postural position holds mobility around the hip and ankle as an example would kind of feed into that some postural exercises in that first component as well just to make sure that we've got good thoracic extension and good core control to make sure we're hitting effective positions that's important because if we're not doing it we're going to be wasting energy whilst we're sprinting and obviously we want our energy going in a straight line The second piece then around the patterns, we'd be doing things like A skips, A marches, overhead A skips, uh, straight leg runs, 
and trying to complement the speed work we're going to do next. And then thirdly, we're going to be doing some free sprints. Depending on what type of session we're looking to do, whether we're looking at more of an acceleration session, more of a maximal speed session, or more of a change of direction deceleration session, would dictate slightly what kind of drills we're going to do at each different component here. But let's say we're going to do an acceleration exercise, then we might do within the position to begin with, we might doing some um, postural holds against the wall, so leaning against the wall and hitting good positions in those, then patterning and acceleration through things like um, resisted sprinting or partner resisted marching so that we're again hitting that nice 45 degree lean whilst pushing back into the ground trying to hit these good 45 degree shapes trying to get again good positions um, which are going to translate when we do our free sprints and then thirdly if we're going to do an acceleration focus session we would do something like a 10 to 20 meter acceleration sprint from two point three point starts maybe from a push-up position start and try to vary the start position and that's effective at teaching because we're getting variety and variety helps us to groove the uh, effective acceleration positions as an example and then if we're doing more of a max effort sprinting session it might be things like flying 10 meter sprints flying 20 meter sprints um, and that would help to improve our top speed sprinting from a change of directions perspective that's probably going to be a little bit more lateral then so in some of our uh, positional or patterning work we might be doing things like lateral a skips lateral position holds and then doing some kind of 10, 20 yard shuttle sprints as well to improve the deceleration and reacceleration component within change of direction. So having those three different components just really helps with ensuring that you've got a framework to work within and it just clears up things and makes it a little bit more um, clear in terms of what we should be doing. So how frequently should you be doing this kind of work from a speed perspective? Generally twice a week is good and a really effective way of incorporating this into what you're already doing is to incorporate it into your warm-ups. So if you're already on the hockey pitch, say twice or three times a week, then adding in a 10-minute, 15-minute component of speed, of really good quality speed focus work of like a 5-5-10 or you know, a couple of minutes on the first two and five to 10 minutes on the last component there can be a really effective way to get consistent exposure to high quality speed work. So Hope that's been a useful overview of just how we can incorporate the three Ps. And if you've got any questions, drop them down below and I'll be happy to answer them.